Here we go. Uh, Shelby, can we please have uh, a one-word new name for my letterbox profile? Peaches. Oh, I don't know about that. Here we go. Three, two, one. I I love it. Again, no, I think you got to go with that. I don't think that's and that has to be taken already, right? Yeah. Add some like XOs in there too, so it's yeah, like XO peaches XO kind of thing. I just alternate between upper and lowercase yeah. for each letter, like P three four C H three S kind of thing. Yeah, just that's it super. It. That's easy definitely going to make it easier for people to find my letterbox. Hold on one second. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, Professor Dickweed. Actually, that would be a better name. <laughs> yep. All right, there it is. That's it. Um, oh, I forgot my sultry voice. Um, uh, this is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests, and it's still date movie month. So, of course, we're talking about Talladega Nights, colon, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. That's, I, I mean, it's a, it's a staple. I think everyone date night Every, involves this yeah. movie. When you search for, for date movies, yeah, this is, I would say, at least number two or three. I think that, it's, that it's Deadpool, Talladega Nights right. is second. <laughs> That's correct. Romance of the Stone, ironically, is is very much farther down that, the list. No, that's like 312th on the list, right. I think. Right. Way down there. I think it's just the word Bobby that yeah. uh, really evokes sensuality, you know? Yeah. I'm going to bring on our guest. Welcoming back, Shelby Weaver. Hey. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thanks for coming back on. I'm super excited to be back on. Thank you for... um. Trusting me with this movie choice. Well, we'll get to that in a second. But why do you feel like my letterbox profile name should be Peaches? Uh, you just scream Peaches, God. Offended? Yeah. What is? No, I just think here in my mind, I think um, your letterbox profile is your safe space, and I would follow anyone's letterbox profile if their name was Peaches, because that's someone I can trust. Sense of humor seems nice. That's kind. Okay. You know. Those are all your things, Ken. You fit yeah. the bill of that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Shelby, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have a letterbox profile? I don't. I keep needing, I keep needing to get one, but okay. I don't have one just yet. I should okay. get on. Well, you know, I don't want to take the name that you came up with, so I'll let you have that. And just, Ken, you're going to go with Professor kind. Dickweed. And I'm going to be going with Professor Dickweed, uh, alternating capital lowercases and some random letters or uh, numbers spread in there. So Great. But of course, right now you can find me at KDRISC01, <laughs> which, as you can see, is the reason why it needs to be changed. <laughs> Considering I don't even give my full last name on this podcast, it's really hard to understand what that is. So, yeah. I'm good. I don't need, I'll, I'll do something other than peaches. So, CJ, if you want peaches, it's on the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. I might need to change mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the. The Bowser Jack Black version, it'll just be like 10 peaches in a row. What I'll hit their character peaches, limit. Peaches, peaches, peaches. Peaches, peaches, yeah, yeah. What is the character limit? <laughs> you want to put that to the test? Oh, I can check it. Hold on. <laughs> it live checks. Peaches is taken. Okay. Peaches, um, peaches. Taken. Wow. Peaches. Oh, I hit the character limit. I got peaches, peaches, pee. So that's the character limit. <laughs> All right. Just go ahead and hit that save button and you'll be good to go. It is available. <laughs> Not after this comes out. People are going to jump three to Three peaches. That's a shame. Not even three peaches. No. Two, two and, and one P. Damn. Yeah. It's a shame. 
was waiting to see if you come up with a segue from Peaches to this movie. No, but you know, I was trying to think of one. <laughs> Couldn't get there. <sighs> nope. Uh, we're going to talk about Talladega Nights and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. Ricky Bobby was born. The fastest man alive. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, I want to thank you for my family. My two beautiful sons, Walker and Texas Ranger, and of course my red hot smoking wife, Carly. Woo! Mm. Ow! But no man stays on top forever. Well, the big news is that NASCAR has gone French. I am coming for you, Licky Bubby. He's in the wall! Uh oh. Yep, I'm flying through the air. This is not good. I was trying to think, like, is Peaches isn't the same size as a eight pound, six ounce baby Jesus. So, <laughs> no. And we're back on the Over Talking podcast, joined once again by returning guests Shelby Weaver. And we're talking about Talladega Nights, colon, the Ballad of Rick and Bobby for Date Movie Month. Shelby, we are going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's not yet seen Talladega Nights what it's all about. Ready to go. All right, we start in a small, poor town, much like the one I grew up in. Uh, But this time, there's a guy who's going to rise to the top of NASCAR. He's going to be the number one guy in the world. He's going to pour champagne on a lot of people's heads. But then he's in a car crash because NASCAR is really unsafe. And he uh, is fine, but doesn't really realize that. And he loses his wife. He loses everything. But he does find a semi-okay relationship with his dad. And then everything is good again. And he finds true love. Amy Adams. She's in it, and she's really great. Time. <laughs> wow. Almost the most complete synopsis of ever. Yeah, that was really good. So. I've seen this movie about a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that leads into the question, yeah. why is this a date movie? I think that any Will Ferrell movie is a great date movie because, well, Number one, it's a test, okay? Does your date think that Tyler Dagonites is funny? If they don't think it's funny, for me personally, I don't know if we are going to be compatible, okay? (laughs) So that's the number one test. Number two, do they think in general are Will Ferrell movies funny? If that's also a no, definitely don't know if we're going to work. Number three, you don't really need to pay attention to (laughs) (laughs) it. Yeah. You can just, it's a thing to have on while you actually talk to your date and then if at any point so you the conversation is lacking you can look back to the tv and there's something that will distract you at any moment you know there will never be dead space i think romance movies for date nights are kind of weird because it's like you're watching another romance yeah you're in a romance and that feels strange to me but you get some like shitty food and you watch Talladega Nights with someone and I just think that that's I just I don't know I I think that that's the the great equalizer that makes a lot of sense have you watched this on a date before I have not watched Talladega Nights on a date okay um my my first date with my current boyfriend we watched School of Rock which I've also been on this podcast about and our second date, we watched a Will Ferrell movie which was the really terrible one about like Eurovision (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I said afterwards, because we were between that and Talladega Nights, I was like, I wish we had just watched Talladega Nights, <laughs> which is why this movie came to mind. Did you pick the Eurovision one or was that his fault? No, that was kind of a group. Okay. 
Because I don't know. The other thing is you should never watch a new movie on a date night unless you've been with your partner for unless you're like truly together, you know, mm-hmm. but then that's a movie night. Yeah, right. <laughs> but a date, you should never watch a new movie because then you have to pay attention to it. So, yeah. I think it is weird that like a stereotypical date is dinner and a movie because the movie is you can't talk for two hours and then it's usually like, all right, well, time to go home now. It's like 11 o'clock or like it's late. Uh, I guess I'll see you later. I I get why people do that because like it takes the pressure off, right? Like, you know, there's built in time where like you don't have to perform if it's like a first date, right? Like there's a lot of pressure on that. But yeah, at the same time, like. It's it's just time that you could have just watched this movie alone. Like there's no difference really, yeah. other than you're probably sweating still, but <laughs> just holding hands sweaty. It's lucky. Yeah. True. I think in high school I went on like a couple high school dates to the movie theater and I was like, this is not I don't like this. This is weird. Like yeah. I'd rather just watch the movie or go on a date. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do the two together because, yeah. yeah. I think if anything, it should be a movie and then dinner because then you have you can talk about the movie, movie. at dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then you have something to talk about. Yeah, that's good. Thank huh. you. I've never done it, but <laughs> like like a matinee movie. Yeah, and then go to dinner. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think we cracked the code here. <laughs> Unfortunately, both CJ and I are now married, but. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, I, Gavin and I did that once on my birthday. I wanted to go see a matinee movie and then get dinner. Um, and the only um, matinee movie that was showing at the time was The Whale. Ooh. Oh. Don't How recommend that? watching that in the <laughs> yeah in the middle of the day on your birthday. Yeah. But dinner afterwards was was uh, very interesting because we just watched um, just the most traumatizing. <laughs> yeah movie and it was still sunny outside and it was yeah not, so th- i think a, that's foolproof if you don't watch a what? really really sad movie again. yeah yeah i think that's one i will be still skipping i know it came out a while ago at this point but uh i have yet to hear like oh you gotta watch the whale everyone's like oh boy that was rough yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of those movies. I mean, like, it's Oscar season, right? So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of these, like, really good movies are, like, in all the buzz right now. But also, a lot of them are, like, I'll watch it, and then I'll be like, I'm never going to watch that again. Like, sure, yeah. it was, like, an achievement of cinematic excellence, but, like, I, it was fine to, to watch, and I, it's not my favorite. None of them are ever going to be my favorite. I don't know. Mm-mm. That's, I think... Possibly the only time I've ever been late to a movie was uh, very early on in dating my lovely wife, Emily, was we were at dinner beforehand. Neither one of us wanted to, like, pull out our phones to check what time it was, realized, oh, "Oh, crap, the movie has started already (laughs) and showed up like 20 minutes into the movie. That's so so cute. Yeah. We were having a good time. The movie isn't necessary. You could have just stayed at dinner. Exactly. Yeah. But it was... It was the first uh, Into the Spider-Verse movie. Oh, that's a good one. And it was, we were kind of confused because we had missed the setup of the movie, yeah. but, but eventually kind of put some pieces together. And then once it came out and like streaming, then we actually sat down like at home and watched it. And I was like, okay, now we get nice. it. 
What other, what other, I'm trying to think of any other date ideas. Like when I was younger, it was go to the mall and just aimlessly like walk around. Yeah. Go to hot topic. Hot topic. Okay. Go to the the skate rink. (laughs) I don't, did you actually do that though? I I don't think I ever went on a date. Not as a date, but that was a very, like couple skate. I don't know. I just remember. I have no center of gravity, so I avoided anything on wheels at all costs. (laughs) No skateboarding, no ice skating, no roller skating, no bike riding. Just keep me firm on the ground. I was I was always confused by the couple skate when you're like in middle school. Like who's who's who has dates in middle school? I I definitely did not. Oh my gosh, my friends in middle school thought they were married. Truly. Oh really? Deeply thought they were married. They would talk to one person for a day. And then at the end of the day, they would be like, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? And then they'd be like, yeah, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. And then that was it. They were married. (laughs) Yeah. I had a lot of quote unquote girlfriends in middle school, but you know, it's just. Yeah. Humble brag. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, it's nothing, right? Like it's, you go for a couple skate. Like that's. Well, I didn't have any kids. So it's a brag to me. I didn't have any (laughs) kids. Nobody even wanted us to be their fake boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't even work up the, the courage to the, talk to anybody. The skate rink enough then. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I wasn't worthy to date because I couldn't roller skate. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah. They're like, oh, this girl can't even stay up on wheels. Oh, man. I'm an excellent skater. I was out there. I was busting moves. Still nothing. Shelby, you mentioned your uh, hometown. Were, were they like big NASCAR? Was it a big NASCAR town or where where are you from generally i'm from a little town called steens mississippi Hmm. you won't find it on a map good luck um (laughs) my whole family still lives there like my mom everyone um i'm the only one that left i we moved when i was like 13 um because my stepdad was military but now everyone is back in mississippi and yeah it is so my dad's side of the family is is the NASCAR side of the family. Uh, my sister also really loves to go to Talladega and have the full experience, like sitting on the trailers, like that scene uh, where you have like Ricky and Amy, like sitting on top of a trailer, like outside of the arena, like watching the race. That's the true Southern experience um, because the tickets are so expensive. <laughs> so everyone... <laughs> Just uh, yeah, takes their RV out and sees it from the from the outside. So yeah, turning left, big big deal in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in college uh, talking to somebody who was also from like a smaller town and sort of insulting NASCAR and being like, I don't get it. They're just like driving a car and they're like, what do you mean? They're just driving a car. Like, it's such a physical sport. Like they get so blah, blah, blah. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm so like, all right. All it's right. It's a physical sorry. sport though. Like, yeah. They're like, they're one of the best athletes in all of sports. I was like, okay, I don't know about that. I, I could, I mean, there's, there's skills to yeah. like a skilled driver. I'm afraid I'm going to piss maybe the, the several people who listen to this off, but, uh, you know, they're sitting in a car, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I do hear that they like lose like multiple pounds per race that they're just like sweating sweat. or something like that so much. Huh. Which is like I will say this in defense of NASCAR. All right. I will say this. Those races are an absolute 
riot. Okay. The it's so fun. I'll just I'll be I'll put my hands up. I have no interest in following NASCAR, but I've been to a couple races and it's just pure like American mayhem. Like it's the most American <laughs> sport. I'm doing quotations right now for anyone who can't see. But there's just something about it. I don't know. Everyone's so drunk. Yeah, is it is it the sport or is it just the people at the event? It's the people. It's the excuse okay. for like people to just go out and just drink and eat and scream. I like I would equate it to <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. I would equate it to like I don't know, like the Roman Empire, like gladiator <laughs> fights, you know, like in the arena. Just, yeah, yeah, just bringing the community together to just scream at something and feel something about something. I, it's very fun. It's very, very fun. Mm -hmm. I have to do it to NASCAR. Emily somewhat recently went to like a monster truck event. Oh, nice. In Chicago. Oh, and, she, and she also was like, it was a blast, <laughs> except for the <laughs> fact that it is indoors and you for sure are breathing in like fumes the entire yeah. time. Yeah, it's a weird experience. Yeah. So, yeah, same energy. I also love a monster truck rally. It's really yeah. like when it comes to the auto business taking over America, it's really the only good thing that came out of that. <laughs> it's a monster truck rally. <laughs> Does it like when you're at the NASCAR event, can you... Can you tell that they are going like super fast and it's just like blurs it's around? Crazy. Okay. It's, it is nothing like when you watch it on TV. When you watch it on TV, I don't know like what it is, but your eyes can like follow what you're seeing better. In person, it's like a mosquito flying by. <laughs> Dang. Okay. It's like a like a bug just like go. It's it's crazy how fast they are going. Do either of you know how fast they, they go, actually? Like they go well over a hundred, yeah. Like yeah, one sixty might be the average. Whoa! Let me look. They're they're pulling a Sonic. You got to go fast. That's that's right. Yeah, I mean the the speed rec the NASCAR record speed is two twelve. <gasps> Dang. Okay. Whoa! That's and that happened fast. in Talladega. So wow. Yeah. They're okay. not, I wouldn't call NASCAR drivers athletes, but that, <laughs> okay. there's, there's skill there. Yeah, for sure. Right, right. There is skill. Yeah. No one's there's denying absolute that. skill, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen a, like a crash or a wreck in person? I have not seen, I've seen um, car breakdowns, but I, I was never, okay. never got to see. I feel like a, a NASCAR crash is like the equivalent to like a fight in hockey. Often people go to see NASCAR to see crashes, but I'm the opposite. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm. <laughs> That would make me far too anxious. Um, I want yeah. everyone to be safe. And <laughs> yeah, I've seen Final Destination two or three too many times where there's a huge wreck uh, and a car comes, f or sorry, a wheel bounces off and flies into the audience. Uh, so yeah. I'd be way too afraid for that to happen in, yeah. in real life. I was very afraid when NASCAR came to Chicago recently. I don't know if anyone remember, remembers that. Yeah. Uh, I worked downtown and I saw the setup that they were doing um, in downtown Chicago for the NASCAR uh, path. Uh, it was not safe. I'm very happy that it got rained out um, because driving through and seeing what their like precautions were, I was like, these people should not be in charge of a NASCAR race. Uh, there should not be a NASCAR race in the city of Chicago, number yeah. one. Yeah. 
I think we dodged a bullet. I think Mother Nature stepped in. <laughs> yeah, CJ and I were down there for a, a work event while they were setting that up, and yeah, it it for sure did not look safe. Uh, would have been really cool to see a car just flip into a building. I think, but also you know, bad <laughs> yeah. for everyone. Just taking out an office floor, <laughs> cubicles. Oh, I mean, there's a reason why these places like Talladega and Daytona are out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's it is crazy to me seeing that it's like you can like audience members can sit a couple feet away from the track. And it's just like like I know they have that like super strong wire to keep the fence in place, but I can't believe that it's like just a fence separating yeah. you from these cars that are flying by. Yeah. That wall is pretty high. They have like a pretty high concrete wall. Okay. But I definitely don't know how like shrapnel doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. How shrapnel is not. Or or a bouncing tire, like in Final Destination. I don't know, man. I'm so scared. I, <laughs> I don't think I could ever go to one. I think no. there's one thing about NASCAR that also embodies the American experience is that we don't, safety isn't really our top priority. We're just there to right. have a good time. People are getting alcohol poisoning at the <laughs> event. Like, yeah. 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 When you were saying like, it's an excuse for people to party. I think that's just like universal to any sport in America is an excuse <laughs> for people to get wasted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. more so I think when you're like something about being outside, I feel like you're like, well, I'm out, I'm outside. I got a drink. That's yeah. what you do. <laughs> right. I had a, a guy at a Blackhawks game. They were in town from like, I think Boston or something like that. And it was his first Blackhawks game. And him and his buddy were having some drinks and me and my friend were not drinking at all. And he, he asked us why he was like, how, how come you guys aren't drinking? It was like, I don't know. It's like a Wednesday night. I have work tomorrow. We go to so many of these that like, if I were to drink at every single one of these, that would be like hundreds of dollars every year. Oh, and right. Yeah. He, so and he played it off of that, like, kind of no judgment, but definitely there was judgment. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the movie. Um, <laughs> we haven't talked about it enough. <laughs> uh, speaking of this movie in particular, uh, what's your favorite Will Ferrell movie? Yeah, speaking of Talladega <laughs> Nights, yeah. name another movie. <laughs> Oh, it could God. be this one. Yeah, good. I think I might have to like look up the list. I think that's I might really. Have, there's, yeah, a, there's quite a few, right? I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pull up the list. Okay, I've, I've pulled up the list. That was. Uh, I think we've only done like Elf is the only one we've done yeah. on this show. That's like a right? Will Ferrell movie. We haven't done Old School, and oh. those are the only ones I could think of. Easy peasy, Blades of Glory, 100%. Really? Like, right, okay. okay. I will say Blades of Glory and Talladega Wait, Nights. Wait, seriously? That's your, that's your <laughs> choice? Wow. <laughs> okay. Blades of Glory and Talladega Nights, neck and neck. Neck and neck right there. Like, yeah, I love that movie. Okay. I'm feeling huh. judgment. <laughs> well, I'm just curious why. Why? It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That's really Is awesome. it funny? I mean, yeah. I, I've seen it. I remember just being like, this is stupid. But oh, maybe see, that's just me. It's the my kind of comedy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love that whole cast too. It's a great cast. Amy Poehler. Yeah. Will Arnett. Will Arnett, John Heater. Incredible cast. Will Arnett, one of the few actors like actually doing the skating himself. He's from Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Uh, and I lied. We have covered Kicking and Screaming. You know that Will Ferrell ah, classic. That's right. That's right. Uh, I would say probably Step Brothers. I think that's mm-hmm. Step Brothers and like Anchorman. I remember. Mm. Yeah, I was going to go with Anchorman. Yeah, I think I'll go with Spirited. <laughs> did you watch that? I did watch it, and that was actually pretty funny. Okay. Uh, but no, yeah, I think my favorite is probably Anchorman of all, of all time. Yeah. I will say um, my OG Will Ferrell um, favorite was always Night at the Roxbury, because that was a movie I watched a lot growing mm, up, which yeah. I shouldn't have been watching that as a child, but I was. Love that movie. Watched it recently as an adult. Doesn't age well, so that's a shame, but... Yeah. Most movies don't. Uh, we're, no. we're be fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do love that movie a lot. I do like... Uh, is it... Yeah, Everything Must Go? It's kind of like a more serious one. I've not seen that one, but I do I don't know. I think I've seen that one either. Oh, yeah. Superstar as well. Love Superstar. Oh, yeah. Molly Shannon... Um, he's not in it much, but that movie's great. I have, uh, this came out in 2015, but Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig did a like serious, like Hallmark type movie. I, I literally just clicked on that one. Yeah. I, a deadly I wanted, adoption. Yeah. A deadly adoption. I kind of want to watch that just to see them. Cause like, from what I hear, like they're playing it straight. Like I don't think they're trying to be funny in it. Like they fully wanted Whoa. to play, like to just be in a sort of Hallmark type style movie. Black comedy thriller about a successful couple who take in and care for a six months pregnant woman after losing their second unborn child. They are hoping to be able to adopt a new baby, but taking a total stranger into their house is taking a terrible risk. Fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Uh, sorry, it's on the the Lifetime Network is where it airs. Okay. Huh? But it's yeah, a made for television movie. Uh-huh. So maybe not worth it. I've heard there's actually some good like Lifetime movies that are like actually horror movies. But yeah, this is interesting with with two like big comedic actors. Curious. We should cover that. That would be that'd yeah. Be interesting. I'm down. And I think that's probably the only way I will watch it if I'm forced to. <laughs> uh, sweet. It sounds good. We'll find someone to pick it. But speaking of Talladega Nights, uh, I think it's time for trivia. So it's time for... <laughs> hey, did you know that? This is a oh, trivia definitely. portion of our show where we pit our guests and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watch. Shelby, CJ, are you two ready? Yeah. Shake and bake. Do we Do we even know what we're talking about? We're talking about Talladega Nights. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm familiar with that. Yeah. First question. Uh, when the producers were pitching this movie idea to studios, they only said six words. What were those six words? I don't expect either of you to get this exactly right, but I'm curious what you come up with. If you're not first, you're last. That's a really that is six guess. words. Wow. Okay, okay but a... I got it wrong. By the way, you're That's correct. You got, got it wrong. I feel like you should get the point regardless. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. If I like your answer, I'll give you a point. So I feel like you get a point. Hell yeah. DJ? I, I, nothing I come up with is going to beat that. I was just going to, I was literally going to try to describe the movie in six words of like NASCAR, fast racing, <laughs> uh, idiot, family. Did I hit six? No, no, and no points. Sorry. <laughs> what they, all they said was Will Ferrell as a NASCAR driver. All right. That's it. Wow. And they're like, sold. 
done money. Here you go. Yeah. All right, here's one that you can maybe get an answer, uh, actual answer to. Which of the following was a working title for this movie? Was it A, Talladega Nights, B, High, Wide, and Handsome, C, Loud and Proud, or D, if you're not first, you're last? Probably I D. <laughs> I think it was just A. I think it was without the ballad of Ricky Bobby. Uh, Shelby gets a point. Yeah. <laughs> And CJ, you picked the only answer that actually is not one of the answers. Uh, they the other were, all, were true too. D- they were all working titles oh, except wow. for that one. <laughs> High, wide, and handsome. I don't. I don't know why that was one. Tells you nothing about the movie, or right? <laughs> Loud and proud doesn't really say anything either. I don't know. Hmm. Are those like NASCAR things, or like anything to do with no cars? <laughs> okay. No. High, wide, and handsome. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no idea. All right. Time for the next question. How old was Will Ferrell in this movie? Like him, not the character he's playing. Okay. I, I know that Will Ferrell has always looked 45. Correct. He's just perpetually, he yeah. still looks 45. People always just look 45. So I'm going to say 30, 33. Okay. Do you yeah, I, 38. CJ's much closer. It's 39. Oh, yeah. really quick, because I did look up when Will Ferrell was born because I wanted to compare it to J- when Jane Lynch, because Jane Lynch is playing Will Ferrell's mom, and she yeah. is, I think, seven years older than him. <laughs> and his dad is only three or four years older than yeah. him. So... <laughs> Yeah, I do think that's a trend, though, putting Will Ferrell, who's so who, who has always looked older than he is in roles mm-hmm. that are like, quote unquote, age appropriate. But he looks so much older. Right. Like old school. Stepbrothers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it works. How old was John C. Riley in this movie? 42. That's what I was going to say. So I'm going to say 43. Oh, wrong direction. 41. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> All right, tied it up. All right. Uh, Here's a tough one. First person to shout out the right answer gets it right if either of you are able to do this. What is John C... Sorry, this is John C. Riley's second movie about racing. What is the first one? The horse one. The horse racing one. There's a horse racing one. What's it called? Something. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you the first word, all right? First person shout out gets it. Days. Nope. Days of, of our lives. Nope. Days of your. No. Days of thunder. Is that the horse racing one? I actually don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just imagining a John C. Riley movie where he is around horses. <laughs> I've never heard of. No, that, that's this is a NASCAR movie. Oh, um, never mind. I've never seen it. As far as Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Never heard of it. Mm-mm. All right, we're still tied up though, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, this is the tiebreaker question then. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage just closest? Uh, if you want to just shout out your answer at the exact same time, I will count you down. This is critic score. This is the critic, critic score in Rotten Tomatoes, yes. Well, they're always wrong, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Both ready? All right, here yeah. we go. Three, two, one. 67. 72. 
67 and 72. Wow. The correct answer is 71%. So Shelby, you're our winner. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Very close. Just for just for fun, what do you think the average letterbox score is? So this is just users of letterbox, just normal people. It's out of five and it's up to one decimal point. Oh, like four point eight. <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> I know that no, I know that anyone who's on Letterbox who's actually leaving a review for Talladega Nights is a fan. <laughs> I'm gonna say like it's nope. like a two point eight. That's devastating. Uh, so you're, you're closer. It's more in the middle, 3.3. Okay. Rude. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're learning Letterbox is similar to IMDb, which, where it's it's filled, even though it's just average people, it's filled with snobs, and they don't like mm. comedies and good well, I just think it, everyone has a very different opinion about everything, and so it just all averages out to pretty much in the middle yeah. for almost everything. I don't know. Mm. But 3.3 is higher than the middle, so it's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that means it's time for our readings then. Shelby, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Talladega Nights for you? Well, I'm going to rate it based on enjoyment factor. I'm going to race it. I'm going to rate it based on legacy and I'm going to rate it based on whether or not it's a good date night movie. And hmm. for me, 10 out of 10 across the board. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I love legacy playing into the factor. there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a new one for the show. Yeah, for sure. Dang. Okay. Well, prepare to be disappointed by our ratings, apparently. <laughs> um, CJ, what would you rate this movie? For me, I, I definitely remember liking this. This this came out in, I think, like the the sort of like golden era of Will Ferrell. 2006. Yep. <laughs> you know, the aughts. Yeah. I still enjoyed it. I, I still like laughed on a rewatch. I've probably seen it multiple times. It's, yeah, it, it's not bad. It's like star-studded cast of all these yeah. like... UCB and Groundling people and yeah, uh, comedy royalty. I'll go with like a seven point three. Okay. Okay. Great. And now to shatter all hopes. No, over to Ken. No, not right. Not not true. Uh, for me, I I right before this did my letterbox. You can find me at KDRISC zero one. My letterbox. Peaches, uh, peaches, pee. Probably gonna be peaches, peaches, pee pretty soon. But for me, it's uh, seven out of ten. Okay, it's yeah, it's a good, okay. it's a good movie. It's funny. It's it, so I had a couple notes that we didn't get to because we didn't talk about the movie at all. But um, <laughs> what? a couple things didn't age perfectly. No. Uh, no. Within the first ten minutes, they say the R word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then there's, there's there's some definite definite homophobia going yes. on and yeah. another language that's not not quite appropriate in today's day and age or what never was, but. Uh, but you know, there's still a lot of dumb, funny, really long conversations uh, that are still still pretty funny. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's still worth it. Nice. I really enjoyed talking about this film with you all. <laughs> Did you <laughs> the in depth conversation? We, yeah, I know we really touched on every aspect of the movie. I I was I feel like every scene was covered. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really peeled back the layers on this one. 
All right, let's just do a quick. What was everyone's favorite moment in the movie before we wrap up? Probably the children. They're they were pretty funny. Like talking back to yeah. any adult. That was. Oh, actually, okay. Really quick t- tidbit: the older child in the movie has been to jail twice. I think. Oh. Which I think just goes what? to show. Maybe we should stop putting kids in movies. <laughs> Seems to never really work out for 90% of them. Well, especially if you're going to make them like act as a bad child in a movie, like you're teaching them, literally teaching them how to act poorly. So, yeah, I don't know. Huh. They had a lot of good lines. I enjoyed that. I was going to say the children, too. I actually think the younger one was the funniest. I think, yeah, the younger you get. And if they say outrageous things, yeah. the funnier it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best scene in the movie is when they're all around the dinner table. That scene mm-hmm. is like um ingrained in my head because as like a little poor child in Mississippi, seeing that long table full of all the different fast food chains, <laughs> I was like, that is the pinnacle of wealth. That <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> I can't even comprehend having KFC and Taco Bell on the table at the same time. Like, <laughs> yeah. When in reality, that whole table probably is $40. less than like a, a normal Thanksgiving <laughs> day meal or something. I'm just putting it together. Is this where Trump got his inspiration for like just ordering McDonald's oh, when he invites people to the White House? Maybe. He's a big fan know. of Talladega Nights. Who knew? <laughs> Way to kill the mood, CJ. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, uh shelby thank you for for joining us thank you is there anything you want to plug or any words of wisdom at the end here yeah um i perform at io theater um with a house team called kismet uh we perform on sundays um and this month we are opening for devil's daughter every friday uh at 8 p.m so that's nice um and i'm proud they're doing other stuff as well so Come check it out. Ioimprov.com is the new website. <laughs> Very nice. Um, cool. And yeah, if you're if you're not first, you're last, you know? Yeah. No That's true. Been. Well, thank you again. Uh, CJ, what do we got? You can follow us on all of the things at Over Talking Pod, P-O-D. We're on the Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on all the things. Our text is at usacat1591. Email us at overtalkingpod.gmail.com. Go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. You can type in the word Shelby to find our previous episodes. Just a quick reminder, uh, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show when we remember to check that. Uh, but oh no, they're here. Yeah, it's the, the overtalking overlords. They're, of course, our guests. The other worldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode remind me to remind you if you like to please go on Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify and rate and review where applicable. Uh, reviews specifically help people find this podcast. Also, we spend enough money in advertising, so if you like your show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And as we say at the end of every single episode, shake, shake and bake. bake. You gotta shake it before you bake it. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week's special guest was Shelby Weaver. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.